This is Question of the Week from BU Today. Can vaping help you quit smoking? In this episode, Doug Most, executive editor at BU Today, talks to Andrew Stokes, an assistant professor of global health at the BU School of Public Health, about the FDA's recent authorization of e-cigarettes and whether vaping can actually help adult smokers quit. While the FDA rejected flavored vaping products, Stokes considers how FDA authorization of e-cigarettes might impact vaping and e-cigarette use among youth. Andrew, thanks for joining us. The FDA, for the first time, authorized an electronic cigarette to be sold in the U.S. The agency signaled that the help certain vaping devices offer smokers to quit traditional cigarettes outweighs the risk of those vaping devices luring a new generation of smokers. We're going to sort through this with Andrew Stokes. Can vaping help you quit smoking? Well, thank you for having me. Uh, it's, it's a real pleasure to be here. Uh, in theory, e-cigarettes may help some smokers to quit. Uh, in particular, it, it may be an alternative for people who have tried other FDA-approved measures, uh, such as nicotine replacement, and have failed with those uh, solutions. The issue is that uh, today, at the population level in the United States, most people who are taking up e-cigarettes are switching to dual use of both cigarettes and e-cigarettes. While they may be reducing their cigarette consumption, uh, we are seeing very few people in the population of, of cigarette smokers who are, are entirely switching from one device to the other. So what was the reaction to the FDA announcing that it was essentially going to endorse, not endorse the use of it, but certainly endorsing the fact that they think it can help people quit traditional smoking? Were you surprised at that, that sort of ruling? I was a little surprised, uh, but, but to be honest, the FDA is kind of stuck in, in, a, in a tough spot. Uh, the, the FDA has to balance uh, the significant harms of combustible cigarette smoking in adults with the, the very um, you know, uh, uh, pattern of, of epidemic e-cigarette use in, in youth and young adults. So they really had uh, tough decisions to make here. And honestly, uh, r- regardless of the ruling, uh, there will be many unhappy parties. Uh, on balance, uh, it's hard to say uh, what this decision will mean for public health. Uh, time will tell. But certainly, uh, there are uh, many potential issues with their decision. And, and we are extremely worried about uh, what this means for youth and young adults in this country. Do you think the FDA's decision might have been influenced in any way by that study that came out that showed how dramatically vaping went down in the last year, sort of, you know, after the, the peak of the pandemic? Do you think the FDA may have been influenced by that at all? Well, that's a, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think that most reasonable analysts view that trend as a kind of a, an anomaly in the context of long-term increases since, since 2015, 16 or so. So, so, so I, I would say that uh, most of us expect a rebound in e-cigarette use in youth and young adults as uh, they go back to school and, and have more independence and are able to, to, to resume lives. Uh, so, so, you know, I wouldn't think that that was a major part of the decision. What is your concern and sort of what is your research found in terms of the idea of traditional smokers using vaping as a means to, to try something different 
Or is the feeling that it really is a desire to quit and they see vaping as sort of the first avenue out? That's a great question. Uh, you know, there are clearly several phenotypes of um, cigarette smokers in the country in terms of e-cigarette use. Uh, some cigarette smokers pick up e-cigarettes for, for convenience uh, because, of course, cigarette smoking is not permissible in many, many areas, particularly inside, in stadiums and so on. So, so for some people, it's just a matter of um, convenience. For others, uh, you know, they, they've tried FDA-approved uh, devices and therapeutics and they're, they're having trouble quitting and and they, they resort to e-cigarettes because uh, of the satisfaction they feel with these products. Uh, uh, but what we're finding is that, you know, um, many of the people who are taking up e-cigarettes are, are using both products. Uh, very few are, are, have, have been able to successfully switch to, to, to just e-cigarettes. But notably, in terms of public health implications, for those who can make the, the complete switch to e-cigarettes, uh, we do believe that there is some harm reduction potential. What about the flavors? What impact do, do the flavoring have on sort of the, the desire and the appeal of e-cigarettes? Is that something that concerns you, especially with younger people? Very much. We are extremely concerned about flavors. And uh, we, we, are, we are delighted that the agency has ordered thousands of vaping products off the market including uh, puff bars, which uh, come in fruit and candy flavors and appeal to youth. So, so it, it does appear that the FDA has decisively moved to, to get flavors off the market. The, the caveat to that is that, you know, ultimately all devices are flavored in one way or another. You know, uh, one might say that even tobacco flavors uh, will, will have appeal to youth. And in that sense, we're, we're certainly not in the clear, even with these uh, new decisions that have come through. Where do you see the FDA going from here? Do you see this as a, a one and done ruling or do you think this is the first of several other rulings on e-cigarettes and vaping that could come from the FDA seeing a little more leniency on it? The big next step is uh, you know, to, to ramp up robust regulations of traditional cigarettes. Uh, we have to remember that traditional cigarettes still kill uh, 400,000 adults each year in the United States. It's, it's, it's a leading cause of death in this country. And so I think the FDA will be, will be very focused on what more regulation we can, we can do to, to reduce traditional cigarette consumption and you know, have uh, those users either switch to e-cigarettes or to other FDA-approved therapeutics. We will have to see with Juul. We don't know what's going to happen with uh, Juul. We know that they're, they're going through uh, some of the, the, the kind of the authorization processes, but, but we'll see what happens. Thanks to Andrew Stokes for joining us on this episode of Question of the Week. If you liked the show, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and never miss an episode. I'm Dana Ferrante. See you next week.